3: It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Sharon Wright, Sam Joey Joey Devine, Vincenzo Esposito, Alvin Robertson, Sean Keen, A.C. Earl, featuring Patreon names. Ben Shadler of the Chicago Stags, thank you, Sean O'Shea. Matt Gepford, thank you, Jordan Smith. Musical guest, Rilo Kylie. And now, the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine!
0: Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round, Ball, Rock, the podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'm here, as always, with my permanent co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, it's lit fam, how are you? It's so lit, dude. (laughs) Under, baby! Um, I'm good, I'm good. Uh,
4: Had a good weekend. Long
0: day watching Game 7s?
4: Oh, so many game
0: sevens. All right, Sean. I asked Yeah. What was uh what did you hate more? Um Uh the Game Seven, the way the Game Sevens ended today, or the way Game of Thrones ended today? (laughs) (laughs) We're talk-topical. Hey, here we we heard Grand Lion Jr. are number one in your thrones content. Listen to us for Thrones and all the NBA and billions,
1: mayonnaise.
0: Um, uh, that show has gotten really weird, Joey, I gotta say. Look, no show can be as weird as what I watched on television this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did what you watch? I watched the second season of Bosch, finally. Now, would you I'm would powering you say, through Bosch. Yeah. I watched I, it in a day and a half, the whole second season.
4: I actually have not seen past season three, even though I, I am a fan of the show, um, <laughs> Did you feel like season two was a lot better
0: than season one? I watched season one so long ago, I can't oh, even God. really remember. But yes, uh, it this season felt a lot less um, like Bosch's show. I would say, season yeah, they kind of they kind of let well. There's a lot of they good... kind of let wire actors cook in season yeah, yeah, two. So,
1: <laughs> and,
4: and, you know what? It's it it happens some more. It but, happens some more. Not to spoil anything, but look, but yeah, season
0: <laughs> two of Bosch has the weirdest ending of any television show I've ever seen. Yeah, the last uh, shot of season two of Bosch is literally Detective Harry Bosch in a surf shop punching mm-hmm. a framed picture of a person named Big Wave Dave. Big Wave Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that then, is, is the end of the season. Is that the final shot of the season? No, the final shot of the season is actually him spitting on Big Wave Dave's grave.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> now, a lot of you are probably thinking,
4: "Well, Big Wave Dave must have been a pretty important antagonist." No, in they season introduced
0: two. him thirty seconds <laughs> before this happened. <laughs> <laughs> It's incredible. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, just uh, look up. You can see the scene of Bosch punching the picture of Big Wave Dave by just going into GIF-y and typing Bosch. It's the first GIF. It is literally and realize that is how the season of a television show huh? ends. You
4: it's, aren't spoiling anything.
0: No, 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 no. Unless
4: you think Bosch died in one of the first two seasons, even though
0: there are five <laughs> seasons right now anyway um we have actually have a lot of business to get to at the top first off we always want to hear from our listeners you can do that on twitter at round rock pod at email at round pod at com, on the phone by the phone number that is in the description of this episode or um carrier pigeon <laughs>
4: yeah and also like if you're just in la you know Probably around.
0: Yeah, code of the business every Monday. Sean is there.
4: (laughs) Yeah, if there is an assassin,
0: (laughs) you can find me. He can find me there. I am much harder to kill. Nine. I'll be there at eight thirty. Yeah, I am much harder to kill. You just have to order from Grubhub and hope that (laughs) I'm one of the ten (laughs) thousand drivers that shows up. (laughs) The Uh, ultimate in Russian roulette. (laughs) um, But we also have a Patreon. Uh, and the reason we're talking about that right now is a: for five bucks a month, you get brand new episodes of Roundball Rock every Friday. But mm-hmm. above five bucks a month, at any uh, tier above five bucks a month, you get put into a drawing for prizes. Oh, that's right. And uh, we're gonna do our first one right here.
5: Oh hell yeah!
0: Names going into the random name picker. Four. What's the prize, Sean? It is a Jerry West bobblehead. What team, though? Is it the Lakers? Um. Well, you'd think it would be from... It's not from the Lakers, no, Jerry. No, no, no. It's a Clippers, Jerry West It's a Clippers. Bobblehead. It's not the Grizzlies. It's
4: not the Warriors. He's wearing a suit. Yeah, it um, commemorates <laughs> such amazing moments as the signing of Blake Griffin. And, <laughs> and the, the trading, trading of Blake, Blake Griffin.
1: Griffin.
4: <laughs> and then the retrading of all the stuff they received for Blake Griffin.
0: It's true. So, here we go. You ready? The winner of the Clippers Jerry West Bobblehead is... Kevin Solkowski! Congratulations, K-Solk. Probably his nickname. Kevin, uh, guess what? I'll be mailing you this Clippers Bobblehead sometime this week. And... For those of you not on our ten dollar a month and above tiers, for ten you should get on it because for ten bucks a month, uh, we're sending out buttons, baby. Yeah, they're and You good know what buttons, those buttons yeah. are? They're not designed fully yet. We're still the artist is still working hard, but you're gonna get a John Collins airplane dunk mm-hmm. uh, button. You're gonna get a Don Nelson at the Hall of Fame button.
4: Mm-hmm. You're going to get American.
0: a round ball rock button. You're mm-hmm. going to get a slammed up button. Mm-hmm. A and podcast within a podcast. Most importantly, you are going to get a Chicago Bulls themed shining button. Oh, yes. Um, so it should be good, dude. <laughs> uh, Let me tell you, that
4: last item, I could see there being... Somewhere else, a different round ball rock button. This sure. is going to be the only place it's possible <laughs> to get a Chicago Bulls themed uh, weird, not even
0: that famous a scene from The Shining, Joey, but a very memorable one. It's the best. It's the best <laughs> scene from The Shining. <laughs> um, Should Sean? Yeah. Oh, also, if you can't afford to donate and win cool prizes and get cool buttons, we get it. Uh, you know what you can do to help us out? You mm-hmm. can send us reviews, baby. Yes, uh, five star reviews on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Also, rate, review, subscribe, download—all those things other podcasts say. We're followers at in our hearts and minds. Uh, um, where do you where do you catch the your pods, Joey? Apple. I'm a basic bitch, baby.
4: Yeah, yeah. I uh I actually uh go to the Zoom store.
0: Yeah,
5: <laughs>
0: we're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're mm-hmm, on mm. anything. And if we're not on the uh, podcatcher of your choice, let us know, and um, I will probably be able to get us on there. Yeah, uh, sure. Also, go to Chartable.com, dot com, America's greatest website, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. see
0: where this week we were uh, number two hundred in Panama on Spotify, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> So not a lot of, like, direct Apple
4: podcast ones, but, wow, that's interesting. I wonder, I mean, good it's job. It's our
0: first Spotify-only ranking, uh, Panama. So we love that at Canal.
5: Panama.
0: <laughs> we love that Canal, baby. Um, also, I wanted to say we did get a new review. Uh, thank you, InnoHater, for saying great original contact content slammed up. Need I say more? You know what I gotta say. He innovated and he
4: participated, yeah. so that's that's what you want.
0: Uh, all right, should we get to a new segment, Sean? Our new segment. A it's new not and a, a new, new drop. It is a new segment. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sean. It's Tillman time.
3: It's Tillman time.
5: That's right, Texas Tillman. Trump supporter, steakhouse man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Lockett's motherfucker.
4: Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker.
1: <laughs> All I
5: do is win, win, win. Tillman time.
0: I'm going to be honest, I am going to... Fix that drop up a bit. I'm gonna change it a little bit. Um So Sean, Tillman Fertita, our man, the owner of the Houston Rockets. He had a lot to say after his team lost the uh uh lost in the playoffs. Um our thank you to reader John Sullivan for sending this to us, even though we were for sure gonna talk about it anyway. Do you want to read some some things here from john sullivan and or tillman fertita uh yeah well
4: i'll do yeah yeah yeah. so we we had a story um and the headline of this story is rockets owner owner vows our time is gonna come mm-hmm.
0: it's a very emotional address to the media yeah uh, uh the golden state warriors flipped the stop for a stop sign a little early on the Rockets. season <laughs> He owns the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, people. Yeah, yeah. I know because I worked there. <laughs> He's also my nemesis.
4: He, he is. He's did an enemy of the podcast, but specifically an enemy of the Joey. Yeah. Um. So he he began by saying, well.
0: This is reader John give, Sullivan.
4: John Sullivan. John Sullivan tells us. He sent it to us and he said, the money quote is this, though. i me give you the money quote. We're going to have a strong offseason, and we're going to do whatever we need to do to be a better team. We are not going to sit on our hands. I can promise you that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And reader John Sullivan adds, it rips that this team probably beats the Warriors if they just re-sign Trevor Ariza, but
0: he's out here hand-waving that away. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's very true. It's very true. Uh, uh, he yeah. also, Tillman also said, uh-huh. I know that we're going to rise to the occasion, and our time is going to come. James is 30 years old. Hakeem Olajuwon didn't win his first championship until 31. I can promise you, we're going to win some championships with James Harden, because we are not going to sit here. We will go to battle every year. And you know what? I'm gonna say right off the bat. Uh John, first off, thank you for your email. Sorry, it's yeah. not it's in a new it's not in reader mail, it's in a new section. Well look, it was just it was too tempting to bring in Tillman time. Yeah, Tillman Time. Anytime Tillman's in the news, we wanna hear about it. Our Tillman tip line is at roundrockpod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, but there was the, an actual money quote here from Tillman Fertitta that we need to play. In fact, fe- and you know what? I took it out. I cut it out, Sean. That's how much I loved this quote. So um, let's hear what Tillman had to say after the game.
4: Well, you know, I'm a fighter, and, 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 uh, you know, that's my culture. And I think the longer that I own this team, they're going to pick up more of my culture is, is that we had them. We should have stepped on their throat the other night. And and, and, and and cut their throat, okay? It's not let's make a few shots and win It's it's, it's step on their throat and, and and let's take it back to Houston and end it in six. And uh, we, we will uh, we will we'll pick up a few tillmanisms along the way in the next few years.
0: So Sean, uh, first off question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible that the man who owns the rainforest cafe, Mm-hmm. has the culture of a fighter. I I think it's very um it's very unlikely, Joey. Okay, what about the host of the Billionaire Buyer on CNBC?
4: Closer but still far.
0: <laughs> what about the uh owner of Houston's? Is that like a it's like a some it's like a casual steakhouse for business people. <laughs> <laughs> Houston's um no that doesn't that doesn't say fighter to me um what about the owner of the golden nugget Ooh, like closer to fighting but at the same time it just seems like he would have a lot of
4: people under his his employee Mm -hmm. who would do that yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think more like like fairly safe Las Vegas family plus entertainment
0: okay what about claim jumper The owner of Claim Claim, Jumper. Jumper.
4: Closer just because they have those big knives Mm -hmm. because everything's (laughs) so so. But at the same time, I more think about someone who's like just too full to Mm -hmm. fight. You know what I mean?
0: Just can't move around that quickly. Just just not that aggressive anymore. Okay, What about a guy who owns uh, Morton's Steakhouse? That's like that's like. Maybe like paying other people to fight in front oh, of you while you, you watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what about Saltgrass Steakhouse? Saltgrass Steakhouse. <laughs> first of all, that's a
4: bad name. Uh-huh. Because it it makes me it makes me think that it's like kind of unclean. Well, okay, this is the first thing I thought about when it was like Saltgrass Steakhouse. I was like. I oh, like some poured some salt on some grass and made a cow eat it. <laughs> and then that's that's the cow. Like, I don't want to know that much about the inner life of the cow. All right. What about site. a
0: place called Charlie's Crab? <laughs> no. <laughs> what about the rusty pelican? That's
4: someone who was too way too drugged to fight and, and like even would would do it with like it'd be like a butterfly knife, you know? <laughs>
0: even in around. Uh what about some uh what about a place called McCormick and Schmick's? No. Well,
4: McCormick alone possibly. <laughs> Schmick is not helping out. Okay, the Rusty Pelican is the closest to being a fighter.
0: Uh what about something called the Gandhi Dancer? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just That's on the Landry's like- website looking up places they own. <laughs> the Gandhi Dancer sounds like The logo is a Cheers style mustache bartender man. Does that make sense? Like uh yeah. like he'd be in the painting of the uh <laughs> that at the beginning of Cheers. Right, right, right. Like holding up the but but holding up the cards, not
4: like holding yeah. like the week win sign. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I
0: don't know what a Gandhi dancer is. I don't either. What about someplace called Trevi? Nope. <laughs> what, what is, I, is that Italian? It's Italian. Think? It's all caps. Um, it's very specifically in all caps. <laughs> the, that's the
4: last name. That's my cousin Vinny's girlfriend. It's in so the it
0: mall is. at Caesars.
4: Trevi. Mm-hmm. Is Gloria Trevi one of Tony Sopranos' missing? <laughs> Tony Soprano's <laughs> Mistresses. I don't know, Angela but she Seora's for sure got character?
0: snapped away, dude. Oh, you're right.
4: <laughs> in our reality, she never existed.
0: Okay, Sean, the bigger question I want to ask you, though, is... <laughs> has a, has an owner's personality ever... Look, I, there are things we didn't even talk about. He says in this quote, first off... Oh. He talks about how his culture is being a fighter. Then he says a bunch of really violent imagery. Well, he
4: also says that they're going to pick up more and my more of my culture as they go. No, he
0: doesn't say more of my culture. Oh, he does say that. But more yeah. importantly, he says in the next few years, we'll pick up a few Tilmanisms. Yeah. You know what one of those Tilmanisms is, Joey? <laughs> the Gandhi Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Follow the principles of the gandy dancer. No, I think a Tillman a Tillmanism that I heard was refuse to pay the lottery tax no matter what, even if you have to play Gerald Green in an elimination game.
0: <laughs> um, has an owner's culture ever rubbed off on a team? Uh, I would say
4: like the Mavericks, I would say. <laughs> oh, no. Like, the players, but then the front office, certainly. Um, there, There's – I got to say there's an argument to be made for Steve Ballmer, Joey.
0: Except all of those it's guys like on his- that team were like hard scrabble, and Ballmer's like, I'm fun! Ah! <laughs> <They> just,
1: <laughs> they just these hot dogs! <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? They that did. is an episode we need to do this week, I've decided. What's that? What's that? Look, we're going to be talking about the playoffs, but there's only going to be two games now, so we're going to need to fill some time. Okay. Sean, on Wednesday, here's our homework. We're going to do this with guest CJ T- Toledano. Okay. We are going to figure out what ch- what each owner's favorite food is. Oh, that's great. Because <laughs> Steve Ballmer's is definitely hot dogs. Yeah, like right? he... He made himself a promise at one point that, like, when he
4: was, like, really grown up and he was rich enough that no one could tell him what to do, one of his big dreams was that he was going to eat as many hot dogs as he wanted.
0: Yeah. Whenever he (laughs) wanted. And not even, like, good ones, you know? Just, like, a hot dog with mustard on it, which is still good, but, you know, not, like, a fancy hot dog yeah that no he's he's like <laughs> he's heating I up ballparks a ball- in a
4: microwave exactly exactly the 20 <laughs> pack of ballpark ballpark franks and people bring him over and he's like you putting cheese in that
0: i just like a frank um okay you know what though sean i've decided yeah um the culture of this podcast is of course uh Fight. fighting no not fighting uh hating on Tillman Fertitta. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh and getting as much money out of him as possible. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm doing right now? What's that? Listener Don Dunn Nelson, aka shot dot daddy, aka at Ninja Purtle, aka Dave Jordan, uh aka the designer of the slammed up logo, aka the listener who once uh had us who <laughs> responsible for our best episode. Uh-huh. Um pointed out that at Golden Nugget Casinos, Sean. Uh-huh. There's a Tillman Fertitta slot machine. Oh my god. And guess where there's a Golden Nugget, Sean? Uh Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, Nevada. And guess Almost. where we're going to be? We're going to be in Las Vegas, it, the, Nevada the week after the 4th of July. Yeah. What
4: for? NBA
0: Summer, Fucking league. summer league baby. So where Jack Foley is king. Here's what we're all going to do. Ra- uh-huh. Official Round Ball Rock, what the fuck, Round Ball, what the fucker meetup. 9 p.m., Monday, July 8th, at the Golden Nugget Casino in downtown Vegas, Fremont Street Experience, at mm-hmm. the Bank of Tillman Fertitta slot machines. Yes. We're all going to put $5 in and we're all going to take this man's money. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna be like tower heist. <laughs> we're all gonna pull at the same time. Uh-huh. And we're all gonna win billion dollar billionaire buyer dollars. And then we're gonna put our money together and buy the rockets we're back. We're gonna buy the Taylor rockets Fertitta. back. <laughs> we're gonna install
4: a culture that doesn't involve violent murder. Just guys playing hard at basketball. <laughs> not not Stepping on someone's throat
0: and when they're defensive, murdering them with a knife. That's here's, that's Tillman Fertitta's culture. That's he, not us. Here's what I'm worried about, though, Sean. Uh-huh. On Monday, July 8th at 9 p.m. at the bank of Tillman Fertitta slot machines, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried he's going to be there to step on my throat. It's true. It's his culture.
1: <laughs>
4: Joey, Joey, do you think that at this point in his career, Chris Paul has the flexibility To cut someone's throat while he's stepping on their throat. No. I don't think so either. (laughs) But I could see him pretending to trip over someone's throat and then like knifing him on his way down to the ground. No,
0: no. What what Chris Paul would do in the throat slitting (laughs) is he'd be like, you know, those like honeypot scams where like a hot lady is broken down on the side of the road. Uh And then they get someone to pull over and then guys jump out and rob them. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I believe it's a plot point and a boss. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um, But Chris Paul like falls down. And then while you're helping him up. Oh, that's when he. That's 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 when James Harden slits your throat and steps Uh on your throat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because James Harden has to step back
4: away from your throat as he does it. Right, so so he doesn't get blood in his
0: beard. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. Should we go to the news? Yeah, let's go to the news. Remember, Monday, July 8th, 9 p.m., Tillman Tita slot machines at the Golden Nugget on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Mm. Round ball what the fucker meetup. It's going to be lit, fam. It's going to be so lit. So yeah. maybe we can get Dave Schilling to come. All right. Um, let's go to the news.
3: This is round ball rock news.
1: Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the
0: process. All right, Sean, the protest worked. The protest worked. They got a they got a coach hired. And you know who oh, the new coach God. of the Los Angeles Lakers is? The one everyone was
4: demanding. The name on everyone's lips in Los Angeles. The dream is real. The new coach is. It is
0: the town of stars, and they've brought a star here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that star's name is Frank Vogel.
4: Frank Vogel, baby. Do you remember when... Um... Was it uh, Chris Bannix that tweeted that, um, not sure what the biggest signing was for Los Angeles, LeBron James, or Coach Frank Vogel? hmm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Fr- Frank Vogel um, sent a fax. To a bunch of, like, regional newspapers and those, like, weekly circulars that just said, I'm back.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone (laughs) that just still has a fax machine that they use a lot. Uh, If you subscribe to the Penny Saver, Uh (laughs) uh, Frank Vogel's got got an announcement for you. That's his public. Uh, It's right next to, like, high school volleyball scores. Sean, I have some more news for you. You know who is for sure his assistant coach? I
4: don't know, probably someone reasonable like like <laughs> Krambis or maybe, you know, maybe Jason on.
0: Kidd. Oh, it's Jason <laughs> Kidd. Uh, so here's my question for you, Sean. Yes. How many weeks until Jason Kidd is the head coach of the Lakers? I mean, he's probably already started plotting is what I was <laughs> because
4: how long does it take him to force out Lawrence Frank in Brooklyn?
0: It wasn't it's long. like it wasn't I, long.
4: Yeah. Uh, someone who I think he made them give like a th- three year contract to or something. Yeah. Um. He also. Plaw- he also was plotting against, I think, Billy Knight. Is that right? Was Billy Knight still the GM? That sounds right to me. Yeah. And that's why Jason Kidd left, because or he it might be Bobby Marks. Yeah. So it could have been Bobby Marks. I'm not really sure who was the boss right then. Uh, but Jason Kidd made this incredibly aggressive power play after one year coaching the Nets. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is right after they made that blockbuster trade and they had the starting lineup of, <laughs> I think it was like Darren Williams, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, seven Rick time. Lopez. Yeah. It's oh, m- and seven time all star and, m- and future Hall, Hall, Famer, Hall of Famer Joe, Joe Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, we're short a
0: guy, though, right? No, oh, no, 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 that's no. all five. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Livingston
0: and Alan Anderson off the bench. Uh, well, the, Chris Humphreys you, you, to you're forgetting the biggest person off the bench. Uh, Andre Kirilenko, who <laughs> right. signed for like a million dollars because clearly his family had been like kidnapped in Russia or something. If you remember. Yeah. Very uh, weird.
4: That, I'm, I'm pretty sure that happened.
0: I'm pretty sure that's just what it was. Um,
4: yeah, so they came in sixth place with that team and they did win a playoff series. Uh, Nothing lost to the Heat. And mm-hmm. then I think right before Jason Kidd made his power play, Paul Pierce refused to sign with him because he hated playing for Jason Kidd yeah. so much. He hated him so much, he voluntarily went to the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Uh so then Jason Kidd went to the Bucks and was mostly uh, pretty mediocre.
0: No, he was terrible.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, given given that the, the the Bucks won twenty more games just by firing him. Right. That's a lot of games. They um, only played eighty two and they were twenty better.
0: Also, important thing to mention here. Uh yeah. Jason Kidd, bad guy. Yeah, as for all available
4: evidence, definitely serial domestic abuser, mm-hmm. uh, also multiple DUIs. Uh, he dyed his hair bleach blonde in Phoenix. That was very offensive. Uh, was too. part
0: of a core called Backcourt 2000 mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, he also
0: Also just like
4: um, backed out on a deal – uh, with the Mavs to go to the Knicks, who he then bailed on to coach the Nets.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah, tried to get people fired. Um, uh, broke up. Um, got got very jealous
0: uh, over Tony Braxton, mm-hmm. someone he wasn't even dating exclusively. Uh, um, let a tiny let his tiny son have a mustache. TJ <laughs> <laughs> kid. <laughs> um
4: bad guy yeah I'm, I'm, so so joey this is this was my take on it tell me if you disagree it seems like this was they were trying to hire jason Kidd as the head coach yeah but when they floated the idea of hiring him as a head coach everyone laughed the reaction at was like this is a bad guy who's also bad at coaching yeah <laughs> uh-huh. You're just hiring him because he They're was like, on the Olympic team with lebron
0: just hire mark jackson that's what everyone yeah. was saying to them i'm sure yeah, they were just like, well, I mean, like – You get the same guy with Mark Jackson without at least Mark domestic Jackson's, abuse. <laughs> Mark Jackson has some failings, but at least Mark Jackson I think is like
4: attempting to be like a – you know what I mean? Like he's he's deluded, <laughs> but he is, he is like devoted to, to the – he's trying to
0: help people. He goes about it in a bad way. Oh. Uh, ask Festus Azili. Well, that, that's though. that is that's true. He's or just, uh, Jason Collins.
4: That's true, but he also <laughs> just has like Nick's poisoning. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he played for and against Pat Riley in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, didn't he try to steal John Stockton's
5: job in Utah? He did.
0: Yes, he did. In like
5: two thousand three. So funny. Such a funny. They move. were
0: both in their forties, basically.
4: Anyway, yeah, Mark Jackson would would be so much fun as the coach, though. Like just for comedy sake. Like the problem is,
0: you just want him off TV, though. I do, but but
5: also he like.
4: <laughs> so I was I was watching the the winning time Reggie Miller documentary mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and there's a when Mark Jackson's talking about how he was really good at hyping up Reggie Miller. And getting him all charged up and he was like Ali's corner man and he just pointed points to himself and goes, Houdini Brown. His name is not Houdini Joey.
0: No. Hey, it's... I have a question for you though. Yeah. Sorry, I got distracted. Um So LeBron James today started tweeting, which he hadn't really been doing in a while, actually, like real tweets. Um and today he tweeted That's exactly why I don't want to hear all that analytics talk in playoff basketball games when it usually comes down to one to two possession games down the stretch. Just get me Bucket, the best shot during that possession. And if it's a pull-up two, then so be it, because it was the best shot. So here's my question. Um, Isn't Vogel sort of an analytics guy? I don't really know He's that like that's the He's like a video coordinator guy. Remember, he came up. I have this feeling. My question is LeBron James is going to hate Frank Vogel, and we all know this, correct? <laughs> that's really what I, I, mean, I want to talk I about. Assume, I assume. I mean, okay, what coach has
4: LeBron enjoyed? He liked Ty say? Lue. He liked Ty Lue. even though uh, he almost put him in the grave. He liked
0: yeah. Paul Silas, right? I mean maybe. No, I think the idea I think if I remember right, somebody I think Windhorse said he wants Paul Silas as a coach basically, not Paul Silas but like the former player who's going to get him. That is constantly what LeBron wants. Uh-huh. So Frank Vogel it's did not, not the league. <laughs> he didn't play in the league. Um Uh he
4: seems like he's a good coach. Um it's he was pretty successful with those Pacers teams and looking back on those Pacers teams, I would say, uh, got a tremendous amount of production out of Lance Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul George might've been better than people thought, but, uh, wasn't like he was the super heralded prospect when he started playing for Frank Vogel. Right. Uh, and then, you know, he, he didn't do very well in Orlando, but, uh, I don't. It's not like clear what he. It just seems like a terrible situation to be in,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Because
4: he got there right when they traded away Victor Oladipo, right? Right. Yes. And so the like an insane trade that somehow gave Orlando an extra center,
0: mm-hmm. like like the one thing the team didn't really have any use for. So the other thing LeBron tweeted today by the yeah. way is when y'all want to talk real basketball, let me know weird smiley face sticker
4: <laughs> I bet do you think there were a lot of people who were like, hey LeBron, um I have a basketball podcast uh, <laughs> I would love to talk basketball do you I'm ready to talk real basketball or like say, Maybe do you think he got like maybe DM'd by a former video coordinator who was like, <laughs> "I love talking real men's basketball. I would love and to do I that." And I
0: hate analytic blog boys. Oh, I hate oh,
4: blog boys, analytics, and women. All women. That's who I hate. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think Vogel will not make it a year and a half.
0: No, I don't think so either. She now, here's a, another go question. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So Jason Kidd famously was fired at a pizza parlor in Milwaukee. Yes. Uh, Is Jason Kidd going to get hired inside of a Blaze Pizza uh-huh. as head coach of the Lakers? Oh, that would
4: be great. He'd love it. He'd love it. It's just good pizza. Oh, I, have a, I do have a question, though, Joey. Sure. I don't remember this pushback on Jason Kidd when he was getting hired for the Nets and the Bucks. Mm
1: -hmm. That's
4: that's definitely a good thing.
0: Yeah. But I also want to say, come on, Bucks and Nets. Yeah. Yeah. Look, come on, Sacramento Kings. Like, let's not. You know what I mean? Like, let's we're getting there. All right. We're working on it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, My last question here for you, Sean. Yes. Um, is Jason Kidd the shadow head coach of the Lakers now? I think he is. Or he's is Kurt to- Rambis the, the shadow coach? Because Rambis is the one who was... Kurt Rambis was the one running the shadow interviews for the coaches.
4: Well, that's incredible because it means that... That could mean that the Lakers have four head coaches.
0: <laughs> so... Jason Kidd, Frank Vogel, Kurt Google. Rambis and LeBron. LeBron, yeah. You know what though? I'm going to say 5. Uh-huh. Lavar Ball baby. Lavar Ball. Well, so I would say I would say that
4: those top 4 are maybe they're like a leadership committee because I've heard that gets results.
0: That gets me jacked and juiced for sure. <laughs> um So the Lakers have a shadow head coach now and also a shadow owner. Yes. Is there any way they're going to get a shadow training staff? Because clearly that is the real problem in Los Angeles. (laughs) It also seems
4: like Magic might be the shadow team president, even though he resigned as an actual team president.
0: (laughs) Well, Jay Moore, though, is the shadow team president. We know this.
5: That's true. Um,
0: All right. Our next story. uh, Chris Haps Porzingis got jumped in Latvia. I don't have much to say about this, but you do, Sean. Why don't you run us through this story?
4: So um, apparently the story is that he was attacked by, quote, some Russians. OK. Which. Uh, I mean, probably they were Russians, but sometimes I'm like, if you're just casually watching some guys get beat up, you probably I guess you probably know if you're in Latvia. that Like these were not Latvians, but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, he got hit in the head. He looked angry. His shirt was torn and security like. Made the guys leave, mm-hmm. but somehow, TMZ was reporting that these were people from Russia who were mad that he wasn't on the Knicks anymore. Okay, which I don't understand why that is.
0: <laughs> like, like, I mean, there are reasons I, to be mad at Kristaps Porzingis uh-huh. that are not about him not being on the Knicks. You know.
4: That's true. And it's just but I don't I mean I think that's the, what
0: I assumed it was gonna be about. You know but what I not mean? In Latvia. Not.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
4: just don't I don't think that those like I I think that Russian hooligans are probably not like particularly woke. Sure. Um But I bet I bet it is something like they were Knicks fans. Like they were Knicks fans because the games were on TV or like mellow played there and they liked mellow shoes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to cast aspersions, but I think people in Russia, um, often drink very heavily. What? Young men. No. <laughs> in particular. Uh, but what if, what if they just love JD and the straight shot, Joey? They're just a sensation.
0: Maybe they, Okay.
1: Maybe Mozgov made the Knicks popular.
0: Um. Oh,
1: yeah, I guess, guess she's fed.
0: He was a Nick. Mozgov was a Nick.
4: But I bet I bet it's more those like those are the two stuff. Russian
0: Knicks ever. I'm yes. just looking it up right now.
4: Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the best Russian player, I don't know. What Kirilenko, people, it's uh,
0: Kirilenko, and it's not even close. They
4: probably do not claim Sabonis either. No, that Sabonis is so specifically Lithuanian that mm-hmm. I mean he was on the Russian national team, I guess, but um, yeah, and then otherwise it's
0: Kirilenko. I mean, it's not even close. No, Victor Karappa. I mean, he only played hundred and forty-three games. Yeah, he probably didn't. Kirilenko that. played seven hundred and ninety-seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's. Kirilenko, then Mozgov, then nobody, basically. Yeah. If you're not counting like other ethnicities right. in
4: the former USSR. Just
0: straight Russia is what I'm yeah. looking at right now. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia, for sure the best Georgian, however. Mm-hmm. Game seven, baby. Mm. Um, Maybe JD in the straight shot is popular in Russia. Is that popular? Yeah,
4: that is that, was that possible? Thought. That was my thought. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I said. Here's my thought Fixed of how the we Knicks got-
0: went to number one. <laughs>
4: Well, this is this is my thought Um, who performs who owns Madison Square Garden, Joey.
0: James Dolan, uh, the lead singer of the blues band J.D. and the Straight Shot.
4: Who does a show at Madison Square Garden once a month? Billy Joel, who famously toured Russia (gasps) in a disastrous multi-million dollar failed cultural outrage. Oh my
0: god, will that Okay, here's a question. Will that au- will that clip work in audio? Um I think we should just play it anyway. Okay, here is Billy Joel in Russia. What year is this, you think? I believe it's 1988. <laughs> okay. Uh here is a con- here is a clip <laughs> from a concert of Billy Billy Joel played in Russia in 1988.
3: I'm gonna take control, get a hold of my emotions Stop fighting the audience, why does it always seem to hit me in the middle of the night? Stop it! Told me there's a number I can always dial Let me do my show for Christ's sake Just a fantasy, oh, oh, oh. it's not working it. oh, oh, oh. Sometimes a fantasy oh, oh, oh.
0: All right, so that's Billy Joel just screaming. Just let me do my show. Uh, he um he kicks his it, piano over.
4: Yes, it's actually 1987. Okay, and uh, apparently, um, the Communist Party just gave out a lot of the tickets to like functionaries and people who were like bribing and stuff. There's a whole guess, documentary
0: uh, about it, right? Well, yeah, it's it's.
4: it's- <laughs> it's a self-made by Billy Joel documentary that um, I would say really tries to gloss over the times that Billy
0: Joel just like freaks out Mm -hmm. and yells at people on this tour. You can, okay, look, if that didn't work in audio for you, if you don't understand how funny this clip is, just look up the YouTube video, Billy Joel flips out in Moscow in 1987. Uh, There's a, an amazing keyboardist, uh-huh. Uh he breaks a mic stand. Um he tips a piano over. Uh he's wearing jeans and a giant blazer. It looks hilarious. Um anyway, yeah, the-
4: the documentary is called Billy Joel, a matter of trust. Oh, he a, kicks a
0: guy, Rush. too, on his... It's, it's crazy. A, on the it's, stage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty insane, yeah.
4: Uh, it's called Billy Joel, comma, a matter of trust, colon, the bridge to Russia, dash, a documentary film. So a lot of punctuation mm-hmm. involved in this
0: title, <laughs> Joey. Anyway, you can see the 48-second clip by just searching on YouTube. Billy Joel flips out in Moscow. Um... Also, Joey, I learned that uh, Gloria Trevi is not Anthony
4: Soprano's mistress. She is a Mexican pop star, though.
0: Oh, OK. Good to so know. know okay. um, we need to talk about the playoffs, though. It's been You're far Mexican. too long. <laughs> <laughs> We're at 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Um.
2: It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, the playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans we're gonna be championship data for robots both teams played hard my man both teams played hard
0: all right uh so our first game sean today Mm -hmm. the raptors beat the sixers 92 to 90 yeah um here's my question about the Kawhi game winner um is that Friend of the show, Josh Androsky, was out in my house earlier today, and he was saying that is uh, maybe the greatest shot he's ever seen, just simply based on the fact that it bounced on the rim so many times.
4: It was incredible because uh, I was watching that on my phone, Mm -hmm. and I saw it hit the rim once, and I was like, ah, he missed. And then I I got a text notification. Mm Mm-hmm. And that it just blocked the top of the screen. <laughs> and so just nothing happened for two seconds, as far as I could tell. And then everyone just exploded when it actually dropped in. So it felt magic to me. Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, wait, he missed that. Uh, it does take a pretty crazy bounce, too. It's a crazy bounce. It's It, it reminds me of the Don Nelson NBA Finals winning bounce mm-hmm. in for the Boston Celtics in 50-whatever. Yes. Um, I don't know years. what years. I think it's like 62. 62. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is,
4: I like that because is there an NBA player who is less like Don Nelson personality wise? No.
0: Yeah. Here's what I'll say about this shot. Um, I, I didn't watch it live, so I was watching it knowing the shot was going in.
1: Uh huh.
0: um, that shot is so weird <laughs> because Kawhi just casually dribbles for a very long time <laughs> he has, to a spot where you wouldn't take a shot either. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he has. Well, he has four seconds when they get the ball. He doesn't even really do a move. He just kind of dribbles to a weird spot in the corner and then, like, is like, well, guess I have to shoot it. Yeah, and but also he's... has no like he's such a robot, it's not even like he's reacting to the clock or anything. It's just like, yep, time to shoot now. Like
4: mm-hmm. Well, and he also he shoots a very similar shot uh right before and misses it. Mm-hmm. But it does just feel like he kind of doesn't it kind of feel like he determined exactly where he wanted to shoot the shot beforehand?
0: Yes, but it's a weird place to shoot. Like, it's like a 22-footer that, again, he casually dribbles into and sort of sidesteps. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it is not like a... It's not a normal NBA shot. (laughs) Like... Like, where, like, Dame's shot earlier this year made a Uh lot more sense. Because, like, a guy dribbled and then, like... Took a pull up. This it doesn't even feel like a pull up because he's like dribbling towards the baseline and his body's like half w- away from the hoop, but he still doesn't do like a move to like square up. It's a weird shot. It's just
4: like I'm gonna do this thing and they're not gonna <laughs> expect me to do it. Yeah,
0: it's like he's not was gonna trying be all
4: that either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well it felt it felt to me like um Embiid got in Simmons's way a little bit on that double. But, I mean, it's not like it wasn't a contested shot.
0: Yeah, but... I, I don't know. People were talking about that shot being, like, well-contested, and I didn't feel like it was, because it's such a weird... Again, it's like... The shot is so weird. It's like they're late jumping to it. You know what I mean? Like... It's a weird play. That's one of the weirder things I've ever seen, for sure. Uh, the... He's, well, and, and <laughs> what happens is he does it after Jimmy Butler
4: ties the game. He, he does not seem – no, you know, what happens on that is it's not that well contested because Embiid gets in Simmons' way.
1: But also he – yeah. But again, that's... he doesn't
0: square up like they're going to shoot so th- – Simmons is also late on the contest because it's like. Oh, right. I'm just
4: I'm saying that if if Embiid had not jumped him quite as early, mm-hmm. I think they would have had a better chance Maybe. to have like Sims. Anyway, it's he hit a really tough
0: shot. It's a weird shot. Um, I still like the Dame game winner better. Personally. Well, and also it, it
4: doesn't feel like he was going to like win a goldfish at a carnival. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the the thing the Kawhi shot reminded me a little bit too much of uh, the scene in Prometheus where the robot is riding a bicycle shooting a bat shooting a basketball <laughs> you know what i mean
4: <laughs> it's a little too it's like a little too boston dynamics for you yes exactly when it's like, this this robot
0: can climb stairs now it's, it's and very sneak into a human being's house because it, it it feels like a mechanical thing and there's uh, if there's not like a move that's the weirdest thing about it he doesn't like make a move <laughs> he just
4: he just moves a little faster than the defender he just and jumps dribbles a little a out then, of then like page.
0: Sort of half turns and shoots a jumper. It's very weird.
4: <laughs> yeah. He got uh, that shooter's role. That's what he said afterwards.
0: Um, um. So. Joel Embiid, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. Question. Is yeah. Kawhi Leonard staying?
4: I don't know, man. I mean, it's certainly look the better the Raptor. I
0: don't think he's
4: like completely made up his mind. I don't either. I bet he, I bet he has like a preference, but also is kind of like doesn't it seem like he's
5: having a pretty good time
4: it's for him. Possible
1: to tell? I can't tell.
4: Him getting those cookies really made me feel good,
1: though.
4: <laughs> um, they really leaned what on What about him. when he like, was like, "You stupid"?
0: Who did he say that to about Burberry? It's a, it's a New Balance. You stupid. <laughs> Uh, uh, Fred Van Vliet, maybe, or Pascal... Probably. Or I mean, it seems, like,
4: yeah. it seems like there's a lot of good guys... Like, guys who would be pretty interesting to hang out with. But I
0: don't know. Look, I don't want to... They won, so it's hard to shit on the other I just Raptors. Don't wanna, I don't want to talk about... I don't want to talk about him leaving. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like,
4: like, we're not going to know for a month and a half anyway.
0: But... Again, I they won...
4: insiders. Yeah.
5: They was won, cool. so...
1: No,
4: Best moment for Raptors since uh, like 15 minutes before the end of Jurassic Park, basically, when they were like really riding high.
0: Um, but yeah, the one thing about Kawhi, I will say, is uh, huh. these Raptors got to play better in these next series uh, <laughs> for him to want to stay. That's all what I'll he, say.
4: <laughs> how many shots did he have to take tonight? Like 35?
0: It was like a, it, it really felt like a throwback. Jordan game, it did. In part it felt like that was... a Jordan series. In fact, he had the most yeah. points in a series since Michael Jordan. No one else has scored like, that many points in a single the, series. Yeah, but at the same time, it was like he isolated a
4: bunch. He didn't really sh- particularly shoot. Like, like he scored forty one points and he had two three pointers. It right. felt like very. He's like
0: nice Jordan. Today was a bad day for three point shooters. Just in general. Uh, also, uh, Nick Nurse uh,
4: really shortened up that rotation. So did...
0: Uh, you know make... who else shortened up his rotation? Is it? That... Uh, ben Simmons. He only shot the ball five times. Yeah, just What was crazy about this game, this
4: is a two-point game. And obviously, um, the Sixers went to the foul line more. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so... Philadelphia uh, – Toronto took 89 shots. Mm -hmm. Pretty normal number, I think, in a four-quarter game. Yeah. The Sixers took 65 shots. Mm -hmm. And again, some of that is because they they shot more free throws. But that's like a – that's a big discrepancy in attempts, you know?
0: 100%. Yeah.
4: So, you know, it's like – it's turnovers. It's rebounds. But – it's very dramatic. And as a result, um, you know, Tobias Harris took nine shots. Ben Simmons took five shots. Um, it was just just a weird, a weirdly shaped game when Kawhi takes 34 more shots than Ben Simmons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. But what a battle. The
0: Sixers really came back at the very end. Too. There is a specific thing we should talk about here, okay. but we're not the people to talk about it. Um, I called Brett and Randy to do a mini slammed up here to oh. talk about a little something in this series. It should be only, it should be quick, but uh, for those of you that haven't listened before, um, we are idiots. We're comedians. We don't know anything about basketball. We don't know anything about uh cap space. Um, We don't know anything about reading ad reads, um, but we do have a podcast within a podcast called Slammed Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ledoux, um, and here they are now.
5: This is Slammed Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics,
4: friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Uh, thank you. Welcome to another edition of Slammed Up, the analytics podcast within the larger podcast, Roundball Rock. I'm your host, Brad Slampson. With me as often is my co-host, Randy Ledoux. Randy, are you enjoying this uh, NBA Playoff Game 7 extravaganza?
1: Oh, very much so. Thanks, Brett.
4: Yeah, uh did you did you well so I mean we we watch these games together, uh of course. obviously. Yeah, we yeah. Live stream
1: them on uh Chatterbait.
4: Chatterbait, that's right. It's uh it's a pre existing account I had from a uh a previous uh common law wife. That's who I was with. Uh yeah, and so we just want to talk about the most important news that came out of a very mm-hmm. dramatic Sunday. In... Shall
1: I read the news? What's up? Should do you want me to read it?
4: Yeah, read, read the news, Randy.
1: So, for making the conference finals, Kyle Lowry, the star point guard of the Toronto Raptors, got mm-hmm. a $500,000 bonus, which now is going to cost the Raptors $1, two point five million dollars in luxury oh, God. tax. It's a nightmare!
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Raptors fans should be rioting!
4: It's terrible. It's, How it's,
1: could they do this?
4: I gotta say, it is one of the worst moments in the history of the Toronto Raptors franchise up there with uh trading for Akeem Olajuwon, uh uh drafting Rafael Araujo. and Hey, I uh,
1: had him high on my board.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Araujo. <laughs> well,
4: he, he he did have a lot of he had a lot of good side. He was very switchy. And uh, of like course, yeah, of course, uh, that time they uh, signed up Charlie Villanueva to uh, be a hair model. That was just a, a miscommunication on their part, but just a terrible move cost them uh, so much money. That's that's only five hundred thousand dollars, which <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as if Kyle Lowry isn't overpaid enough. They got to give him that. But oh, the extra luxury tax just just cut off one of my fingers. I, w- I would prefer that. I can't believe Masai How? Ujiri ever You have expected to, fire Nick Nurse. It's not to fire
1: Nick Nurse.
4: It's time to fire Nick Nurse. It's time to fire Masai Ujiri. They had
1: to tank this game mm-hmm. to save the luxury tax.
4: Because you imagine the repeater penalty on top of that?
1: On top of the Canadian dollar. Mm-hmm. It's going to so, cost uh, so much.
4: And, you know, the the sooner they were out of the playoffs, the sooner they can renounce uh, Kawhi Leonard's bird rights and Marcus Ole give themselves, you know, just a, a extra space going into early June because in June you're still in the same league year. You know, maybe you have a D league guy that you'd like to sign to four consecutive non guaranteed contracts. This is the time you need the, the the cap space to do that
1: with Pascal Siakam. At 25 years old, he's only got two more years before he dies.
4: This is the time that they need to do it. Uh, they need to you know, fire Nick Nurse, uh, fire Masai Ujiri. The window
1: is closing and the tax is not helping.
4: Fire Sergi Baka into a, a volcano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, keep Danny Green at all costs, no matter what you do. Bury uh, val- Norman
1: Powell in Poutine?
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In mountain,
1: uh, Mount Poutine?
4: I would also say they should uh ransom Jeremy Lynn. Like don't don't worry about his bird rights, don't worry about anything else, just a straight up ransom. I feel like uh there's a lot of communities out there that would uh pony up, especially, you know, say uh, you know, a blood-soaked piece of athletic gear, a lock of his heavily jailed hair. That's that's proof of life. That's how you get results. You know, you have to show uh the people that you are uh serious about. It. You're going to put A body part where your mouth is and you were going to collect that ransom even if the guy says give me back my son and then you recognize his voice because you've seen him at some of your meetings about closing the borders sorry that was my personal experience watching the film ransom that's not it's not addictive what is going to happen to the uh, Toronto Raptors
1: well what is going to happen is they're going to have to pay the luxury tax again the repeater
4: oh it's the worst repeater
1: why would they to themselves by winning and never win. That's the I mean, number this, one rule in basketball. Never win. Save uh-huh. money at all costs.
4: It's 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 important. It's ironic a little bit that they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals because this is the final time that this franchise will be relevant in the NBA. <laughs> someone should make a joke about that.
1: Someone someone should make a joke about
4: that. Uh, before we get into it more, I want to thank a sponsor that we have. Uh, it is Fred Van Vliet's fleet of very fleet vans uh these are all white panel passenger vans uh they are anonymous it won't no one will notice it uh no matter what kind of cargo that you're shipping it could be illicit could be uh, a pet that is on an endangered species list it could be uh you know some some human cargo that you're trying to swallow these are according to uh one of the most valuable players in the nba uh toronto raptors backup point guard fred van fleet says they are uh very fleet they're fast um they just fly down the road uh he has an entire fleet of these vans uh so they're always uh available for you and uh i take it from me uh it helps you if you are trying to commit a felony so uh you can actually get uh your first trial rental of your fred van Fleet fleet of fleet vans uh with uh promo code uh murder Serge Ibaka. Uh It's pronounced just like it says. Uh, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. It's easy to remember. So we uh, talk about you. it all the time, all the time. Thank Sorry, you for being late. Please, there please was an advance.
3: ant on my shoe. Oh no! Oh no!
4: Are you all right?
1: It was really heavy.
4: Has it gotten your scent?
1: I hope not.
4: The thing is, you, you might know have what? Have though I of like ant. ants. What's that?
1: I kind of like ants. Oh, are I, they? I, I look. I sort of identify with being. Someone who does a lot of work while one one person orders them around constantly.
4: Just just working constantly. Yeah. Never resting.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just also small and of, very strong.
4: Mm-hmm. You did surprisingly strong. It's like you you have more strength than you had when you were regular size before oh, the incident. For
1: sure, I was used in to a, be very weak.
4: In a way, it's a it's a bit terrifying.
1: You better believe it, my man.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you are you planning to befriend the ant, Randy, or do you think you're gonna no? Show but they sauce? come
1: in, they come and they go. You know, sometimes it's like a friend visits me while I'm working on cap sheets. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I hope they don't see the Toronto Raptors cap sheet.
4: Oh my god, I just saw it's it. It's a
1: horror in the Slack show. Channel.
4: Oh, I I almost vomited, and I've been eating, been eating such rich, delicious food ever since the uh. Post game, game seven orgy concluded. Just so much food from my uh, forum blue, blue and gold apron box. Uh, the rarest of meats, the most succulent of hams. I almost you lost
1: Fertina it. Sent that to you, right?
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I met him there. He uh he uh I have I've look Randy. I don't mean to overshare, but uh I have a thing where I like someone to stand on my throat uh while while I while intimate. you eat the
1: media meal.
4: I eat the media meal. Someone's standing on my throat, and they act like they're going to cut my throat, but they actually just cut the cold cuts into bite-sized pieces while I'm being gently choked. And uh, you know, no one does it better than the Toronto Raptors. So, congratulations Toronto Raptors media, especially. Uh, no, it's Rockets. It, like, it's Tillman for Tita. Oh Tillman, for well, I I I had it happen after the media game today. Tillman was there just because he uh, there's some things that uh, he likes to do. Her. He has to cross the international border to do. So, mm, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, should we go back to Sean and Joey?
4: Yeah, I guess so. We've we've said our piece. Uh, thank you for coming to the Slammed Up Analytics podcast. Uh, check out Randy's new updated cap sheets, uh, his new live Twitch show where he uh, explores the word of Arthropods. And uh, as for me, uh, I will be uh, – you can see I'll be signing copies of – my book and the collected spreadsheets that we use. Uh, in Superior Court on Monday, uh, my trial. Initially, it's just a hearing, one twenty p.m. So I should be there. Uh, meet me outside the metals detectors. Thank you.
0: Those guys are so fucking weird.
4: I feel like they might not have really been watching the playoffs
0: today. <laughs> Who knows, man? Uh, I don't think I think they see the. I think they see basketball guys like them. Mm-hmm. You know. They don't see basketball. They see the Matrix, you know, right? Right. <laughs> but right, right. With like spreadsheet numbers, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm, exactly. Actuarial tables.
0: Yeah. So, last question, Sean: yes. Does Toronto have a chance against the Bucks?
4: I mean, they do. I don't know if it's like a great chance, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked to see them do it. It's it's uh
0: you know, it's they, all on Kawhi, man. Like Kawhi could, I could see Kawhi shutting down and also outplaying Giannis you know, hard. You know what yeah. I mean?
4: I think they are. I think they are really going to need to um, score more points. Uh,
0: yes, I mean one hundred percent. And
4: I mean, I, it's interesting because I kind of feel like both these teams are going to be playing deeper benches, mm-hmm. um, just because the Bucks have a bunch of good players and there's not as many just weird size matchup issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Bucks are pretty big, but it's just not the same as, you know, Simmons, Harris, and Embiid at the same time. And Jimmy Butler being fairly big. Right. Um,
0: you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to have a
4: hugely large man on Miritich or something, you know, right? Like
0: so. a or or uh, Siakam can get away with playing center. Yeah. In this lineup. Yeah. But that does mean they're playing Fred Van Vliet more, which has been um, not encouraging, I would say, no. this
1: playoffs.
4: No, I think you I think you'll probably see more uh, like Norman Powell specifically. I think we'll play more. Still no Jeremy Lin, though. I don't know if they – they just don't seem to trust him. By the way, great game from Serge Ibaka today. Like, really, really good game. Just uh, came off the bench, played a bunch of minutes. He was great.
0: Um. All right. Let's say goodbye to the Sixers. Uh, ah, bye, Go-
4: Sixers. Goodbye,
0: Sixers. Uh, maybe forever, right? <laughs> They're going to fire Brett Brown did they really gonna fire Brad Brown? Yeah, that th- seems... that's what they were saying. If he didn't win Game Seven, they were gonna fire him. That and, seems
4: so crazy. But you know
0: what? I've got to say, look, if you're gonna dress like, uh, um, well, you like you've all you, like you got fired eighteen months ago well, and haven't worked since, <laughs> and it's killing you. I was gonna say, if you're gonna dress like Willie Loman, you're gonna die in the end. So <laughs> right. don't do that. <laughs> Like like it insanely
4: intense. Um
0: He has the most Willie Loman vibe of oh, any oh, person I've yeah. seen on television in twenty-five years.
4: He he I was trying to remember he's like he yeah, Brett Redundancy Brown. Just like <laughs> a guy who's oh, it's not working out. The stockholders are asking for some changes. And he's like, But I gave you I was I was here through the bad times. You remember when we lost 73 games this season come on good old brett and they're like you're also you also kind of fucked up when you were the gm for a week (laughs) (laughs) set us back
0: um Um, so what are they gonna do besides fire brett brown which clearly they're going to
4: i am pretty confident that they will uh try to re-sign jimmy butler like i think too.
0: I think they're gonna no, re-sign I, both them and Tobias. They have to him and Tobias. It just well, feels like they have to like justify. Right. Well that was the whole the they they insanely
4: overpaid for Tobias Harris unless you're getting his bird rights. And like it just seems like there's so many teams with cap space that these that they are gonna get maxes. I don't know. I could also imagine something where those guys get one of those like warriors contracts where they don't quite sign for the absolute max the team gets but it's still more than they could have gotten on the open I don't think it, so you know? I
0: think both Jimmy and Tobias haven't gotten full on like, paychecks so they're they need the Well that's true but this I'm just is saying it for them
4: I'm just saying if they still offer them I don't know I I wonder if I, it probably doesn't even matter cap wise or anything but I just I wonder if um you know they're still getting more than they can get from an, any other team. I'll tell you what they and, need to do. What's that?
0: Uh, get someone better than JJ Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, like two guys, they need two more actual NBA players.
4: Can I? Can I make a like a real wild suggestion? Sure. How about like a guy who's just a point guard? You know what I mean? Like like not. That's what
1: TJ McConnell like,
4: does. Yeah, TJ McConnell like a like a parody look like, at like a white guy cosplaying NBA point guard all the time. Like it doesn't even have to be that good a point guard, but just, you know what I mean? Like, like imagine how much better their team would be if they had Seth Curry. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, like a healthy JJ Barea, or it just seems like there's, it seems like if they had Jeremy Lynn, that would be much, much better.
0: I also think they need, uh, One more guy who can shoot as opposed to, you know what I mean? They need just. Honestly, you know who might answer their problems? They should maybe. They should maybe make an offer sheet on Tomas Satoransky. Yeah, dude, he'd be great. Again, actual
4: point guard. Like, (laughs) yes, Tomas Satoransky, but also. I just don't. I don't Augustin. I
5: don't
4: – don't, I feel like they don't even need a guy as – good. Th- those are all great. I just mean like they could have even a
0: shittier guy, <laughs> and it would really help Bring them. Bring back CJ Watson.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, he? he's still alive, right? He's not he's he been in the big last three? Last I think ever. he's in the big three. Dude. He is. I think he is in the big three. Um, <laughs> all
0: right. We got to move. We're <laughs> – Sorry. Tired. You're right. You're... Yeah, all right. Uh, the Portland – so goodbye Sixers. Uh, goodbye Sixers. I think you're probably going to do something – dumb and drastic though i think you're gonna trade ben
4: simmons that seems so stupid well just
0: just let them play together another year they put this their second year (laughs) they it's not they didn't even play a whole season with this team um lost the
4: game on a carnival shot yeah
0: um all right the blazers beat the nuggets 196 uh um the teams combined for six three-pointers in the whole game
4: the entire game
0: uh are analytics dead yep that's
4: what i hear yeah so that's lebron, what LeBron says
0: so yep and then sure. haral
4: bob said look around
0: nerds around the world oh like why did i choose the mavericks yeah nerds super run the world uh Have you seen our president?
5: (laughs) How how about
0: the current price of Bitcoin?
5: Um,
0: So CJ McCollum Mm -hmm. had a monster game. Yes. Uh, Does this make him more... Does this... How do I say this? CJ McCollum is corny as fuck, right? Does, I mean, I think I think probably inherently, yeah. Does this I mean, feed or dampen his corny powers is my question.
4: I'm going to say it dampens him, even though he was corny after the he game. Was I'm so gonna, corny on Twitter. Can I, can I give you an example of what he said please, after the game
0: Please,
4: please do. On, just a second. He, he. It involved comparing himself to a, a somewhat superior player named LeBron James.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
4: He said He said... Seth did a good job of cutting off his lane and making him have to go over his head. He put it right there for me, and I went and got it. Braun style. Shout to my guy Braun. It was a mini version of Braun's block on Iggy some years ago. Definitely didn't get up as high, but it was a cool play. I might get a picture of that.
0: Oh, I wasn't even talking about the chase down block either. I was talking about the shot he hit. But yes, he also did that. Um, He also, another corny thing he did on Twitter, uh-huh. Uh is somebody tweeted the play, the elbow jumper he took over Tory mm. Craig and said the defense was really good. Mhm. Uh that McCollum just made the shot and then McCollum responded by saying mm, shitty defense. He said shitty defense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean sure
4: w- way to stick it to Tory Craig. <laughs>
0: exactly. Real, but also uh, like
4: it's like you're kind of dissing yourself there, where you're like, "He's like, wow, good defense. That CJ McClellan was so good, he overcame this good defense and made the shot." And CJ was like, "Nah, shitty defense."
0: Well, I think what he was actually clapping at was Paul George, though. Still oh, for
4: being like for like
0: being like that's a bad shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. On the Dame thing, I don't know. Whatever Look, he's
4: got, a, he's got a lot of enemies. But you know what? He really delivered this series. He was really like great today. Say. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna resubscribe to his podcast. Think <laughs> <laughs> he, he earned himself another follower. I'm not gonna give him an iTunes review. I got to listen to a few episodes, decide if he's earned it. And uh, yeah, so now he can avenge his podcast defeat to Kevin Garnett to this Kevin was, Durant. This
0: was a so. great. Uh, this was a. Kind of a bad game, but a great great win for the Blazers. Yeah, like a real heart thing because there was a point. Zach Collins and Myers Leonard were really good today. Uh, I mean, Myers was. He did. Myers was bad, but his plus minus was good. That's plus minus on the
4: team. Plus nine. Congratulations to Myers Leonard, but more specifically, congratulations to. Take it or break uh, it's. Take it or break it. Corbin Corbin Smith. Smith,
0: The biggest uh, Myers Leonard fan in the world.
4: President of the Northwest chapter of the Myers Leonard. Uh myers boys I but think we are- should
0: talk about zach collins zach collins was cool today cool and good yeah he blocked a lot of shots real I, tough and, and man like, real tough he, man stuff from zach collins today did a lot of stuff when he had five fouls too yeah.
4: which happened very early in the game he did not let it slow him down uh, i've said
0: it before i'll say it again he's the toughest player in the history of the nba that also looks like a bar now very
4: much barn owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. much so. <laughs> Barnow, i have to say um <laughs>
0: Evan Turner scored 14 points. He Mm -hmm. which is uh, okay. That was another question I was going to have for you. Yeah.
4: yeah, He increased his his point total from the series to 18 with his 14 points today.
0: Did. Today's game, does it justify the Evan Turner contract? Because he basically got them to a Western Conference finals.
4: That is true. They couldn't have done it without him. So maybe I mean. I have argued that, um, you know, what is generally considered one of the worst contracts in baseball history mm-hmm. uh, Barry Zito's eight year deal with the San Francisco Giants, which I think he got $126 million. However, in 2012, he won a must win game in the championship series and then proceeded to beat Justin Verlander in game one of the World Series that also had an RBI bunt single. I have to say he justified it. It is worth $126 million. So, win but the World is Series.
0: getting to... Sure, but is getting to the Western Conference Finals worth it is my question. Judging Does by... Does he have to do this in a finals game <laughs> to not have us make fun of his contract anymore?
4: I don't, wanna, I don't want to rain on the much-deserved parade of some mildly long-suffering Portland Trailblazers fans who have not been to the Conference Finals since 2000. Congratulations. Fun team. Played with so much heart. It is just the Conference Finals, however. So maybe he didn't justify all $72 million okay. that deal yet. That's
0: all I wanted. I wanted an answer. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic. Oh, we forgot to talk about how Embiid cried. Um, look, we made fun of how... Jokic was crying today too, and Bede was crying. Um, and uh-huh. we made fun of another big man for crying earlier this year. Uh, but this crying is cool and good.
4: Yeah, because they lost something real.
0: Yeah. And it exactly. was something they
4: competed for, and it was not an odd, unpredictable worldwide popularity contest.
0: Right. Okay, yeah. then let's move on. Uh <laughs>
4: uh Hey, fuck you, Rudy Gobert. That's <laughs> what we're really saying.
0: <laughs> um how do you feel about the nuggets future going forward uh
4: i feel fine but they did they did really fucking choke in this game yeah like there's good again great job portland but uh the nuggets hit two threes and they were both by Jokic. and well and Jokic
0: of... missing that free throw i hate to get on a guy for missing a free yeah, throw yeah, yeah. But if Jokic doesn't miss that free throw, uh-huh, um, they're really still in that game.
4: Oh, because they're down one point instead of down four points? Yes. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. <laughs> what what does that mean? So they so Jokic hits both those free throws. They foul. Now they're down three. What are they gonna do? Hit a three pointer? That's not gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> like like seriously, I would say Jamal Murray. Um it's been mentioned before a little too horny for his shot. Um I don't want to get on him too much just because he's still a pretty young player and I would rather have my like young 22-year-old point guard you know feeling like he needed to take more shots. Like he still went to the basket, he just didn't have it today and his defense was exploited a little bit, but uh kind of kind of feel like some of the other guys in that team did not quite step up um, to help Jokic, but I would I would pretty much just hold on to everybody. Um, Jokic is twenty four, Harris is twenty four. I mean,
0: look, I said this earlier today. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they are going to win the Western Conference next year by like seven games. I don't even think it's going to be close.
4: I mean, they should they should continue to be good. They're not like. There's also just a few things on the team that seem um, like fairly fixable where well, where it's just like, well, OK, so their big hole, you would say, is at small forward?
0: Well, I would say their biggest hole in mm-hmm. this entire playoffs was uh, being so young, they would freak out constantly in at the end of any quarter, but especially mm-hmm. if they were up by four or down by four. And just not even knowing what to do. Uh, and I think that happens now that they've felt what losing a playoff series uh-huh. feels like. Uh, that happens less. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But
4: also just... Um, I do not think that anyone involved thought they were going to be quite as good as they were this season. Right. Because you've got a lot of things where it's kind of like... well, a going into this year, they were really trying to dodge the luxury tax. <laughs> and so that probably affected the shape of their team a little bit, but um, it's tough because in a game like today, when they were kind of making some mistakes, weren't really,
5: they just,
4: they, I, I am still high on the potential of Malik Beasley and Juancho Hernan Gomez. Mm-hmm. Today was a day where it would have been nice to just have like, a mildly like dependable center. If he can't base Sean, if they had Sean Livingston to come in for like six minutes and just like, well, he does have this one really reliable unblockable yeah. shot, like like that. Just Jokic didn't have to create all Evan the time. Evan Turner.
0: What if? Yeah, it had honestly, yeah, that would have been great. Worth seventeen million dollars, but um, maybe they'll tra- maybe they can trade Plumlee for Turner.
4: Maybe they can just sign Rodney Hood in the offseason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which uh, get
0: well, Ronnie Hood?
4: Yeah, um, is he is he hurt bad or I, I think don't he know? Just, I didn't look. I think that. he hyperextended his knee. Uh,
0: by I, the way, I, at, I don't thought that was if... a
4: dirty play at first, and then I was like, no, they just it was unlucky.
0: Yeah, it was not. Um, we should talk more about the Blazers because oh, yeah. a lot of our fans are Blazer fans. Um, uh, okay, good job Blazers. Uh. The fact that you won a game where Damian Lillard had 13 points is incredible. Credit to your team, love it. Credit to the energy that you bring. To the t- I don't know what to well, say about the okay, plays. So I just I can't like, believe they won a game, game where Turner's. Damian Lillard had 13 points or whatever.
4: Well, because Evan Turner had 14 points, <laughs> which is that's like Damian Damian Lillard having 27 points because normally Evan Turner doesn't score any points. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Dame, Dame was like such a good leader that he's like? I think we got this anyway. I'm I gonna pull do. back and let Evan cook.
0: Well, I mean, I do feel like he did that with CJ for sure in the fourth quarter. I mean, well, I think, I think here's here's what what
4: I would say: Lillard can deserve some extra credit for today, um, whether it was a bad day or defense from. Uh, Gary Harris, for whatever reason, Dame Lillard, he shot three for seventeen, and his shot wasn't falling. Falling, but he did get
0: ten rebounds. He got eight assists. Mm-hmm. He like mm, he was two assists away from winning the game. Oh, triple double, to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So <laughs> so it was a loss. Way to catch that L, Dame, according to Russell <laughs> Westbrook. Yeah, and he
4: also he also played forty five minutes. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look, sometimes your shots don't fall. But CJ McCollum, what a game. Legitimately. Yeah.
0: We make great. fun of him a lot, but he was great today. Um,
4: All series long. And uh, I mean, there was a point when I was making fun of the fact that there were three American-born white centers playing in the game. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they had 11 fouls and six points. <laughs> <laughs> but since, since I, I posted a comment about that, Zach Collins scored five more points. And did not commit a single additional foul. So congratulations, uh, Myers Leonard did stay at two points.
0: <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the Warriors. Or I guess yeah. we have to say goodbye to the Nuggets. Goodbye Nuggets. Goodbye Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, just, goodbye, just, Nuggets. Don't just, do anything dumb.
4: <laughs> just keep everybody, dude. Your just, team's like, gonna
0: be good for a while if you just. contract expires, look, you figure have, out something with Millsap. You have. Like, you have. Vanderbilt and Porter Jr. coming and they're probably one of them is probably at least going to be a rotation player, but both of them could maybe be stars, actually, um, which is crazy. So
4: yeah. just it's, but if but, but like get a little more serious about your your bench next
0: yeah. year. That's um, that's all. Also, uh, Stan Kroenke, sell the team to someone good or Josh, yeah. Josh oh, Kronke, yeah. Um I mean, sell to a less cheap guy. Um, cause nuggets are cool and fun. Um, all right. The Warriors beat the Rockets in what was a game that was completely and totally agonizing for Joey. I almost decided to be sick forever and never record yeah, a podcast because there were three quarters in the
4: first half. Uh, not only was Steph Curry scoreless for the first half, uh, Kavon Looney was scoring in bunches. Yeah, it was like, by which I mean, I think 12 points the whole game. It was but.
0: literally like I was in hell. I Um, didn't want to contact Joey at all during this game. Um, I don't like watching games with people. Um, You you with a group? No, I was by myself, luckily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so, yes, you were right to not even want to contact
1: me.
4: (laughs) Well, and just the nature of the game that, um, you know, Curry not only was not scoring, but just got into foul trouble in the first step. So he was not only not scoring, he wasn't even playing that right. much. He only played 34 minutes in the game. Yeah. Uh, Draymond but, Green
0: also in foul trouble. Uh, yeah, his was... um. You don't know, do it, un- Sean. I don't want to hear any ref chat out of you. I'm not ref
4: chatting. I just <laughs> said it was unfortunate that he got early fouls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, um, But who was... Okay, who was the most... So basically, Curry didn't score at all in the first half. Mm-hmm. Draymond was also out a bunch, which meant mm-hmm. there was a point when the Warriors had a lineup, which was uh, Quinn Cook, Clay Thompson,
1: mm-hmm.
4: Alonzo McKinney,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, Jordan Bell, and Kavon yeah. mm-hmm. Uh Definitely a lineup that had not seen the court together. And I think they actually had a positive uh stretch.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh and you want to know why? Why? Uh because weirdly that shitty lineup uh uh-huh. uh they're all of those guys are really good at one thing.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: right. Uh, and it happens to be the thing the Rockets are really bad at, and it's rebounding the basketball. Every single one of those guys except for Klay Thompson is a good rebounder for their position. Mm-hmm. Especially offensive rebounding. Um so just ended up being like a rebounds, very yeah. strange rock, paper, scissors match,
1: kinda. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, and I mean
4: look. I'm not saying that look all the credit to Quinn Cook but it's insane that a team with James Harden, Chris Paul and Eric Gordon lost a game where Quinn Cook played 16 minutes. I mean
0: what I will say though is mm-hmm. look, we're an anti Chris Paul podcast obviously. We always have been. You have to be. But um that Chris Paul's stats are good uh, because of what he did in the 16 minutes against Quinn Cook.
1: I'm, yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's, all I'm I'm some, uh, that's all I'm, I'm saying.
0: I'm not saying, that's all I'm throwing Quinn out Cook, there.
4: I'm just saying Quinn Cook played 16 minutes and he was minus four.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not getting on Quinn Cook. Don't worry. I don't I, know. But what I, I mean getting, is I'm. No, 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 this is the thing. I am getting on Quinn Cook
4: <laughs> because he was still only minus four. Like,
5: God bless Quinn Cook. But.
4: How did the Rockets not take more advantage of that? Yeah, well... I'm saying know, Chris Paul's stats weren't good enough <laughs> if, if Quinn Cook guarded him for 16 minutes.
0: Um, but yeah, good on Kevon Looney. Uh, I guess I have to rescind what I... Ha- oh, but Sean, there was bad news, I want to tell you, in Warrior Land this week. Okay. Uh, I had a vision... And that vision is Damian Jones is going to lose the Golden State Warriors a series this year. Wait, so wait, Damian Jones is coming back? Yep, he got cleared for contact and is practicing yesterday, my dude. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> uh, welcome Here's, back, I, Festus Athletic Festus <laughs> Can I?
4: He is he is dunking right now. I just I found, um. he was dunking like a week ago um that's weird um
0: i i look i looked into my i put some (laughs) i put a lock of hair in my wet wishing well thing and i stirred it up and what i saw was steve kerr playing damian jones in the fourth quarter of a basketball game that the warriors lose (laughs) i think
4: (laughs) i mean (laughs) It's certainly possible. I don't think Damian Jones is going to see enough time. I think, I think Jordan Bell may have may have crawled like at least his upper body out of the doghouse.
0: Look, after I've that been game. calling for Jordan Bell all series, it's so I crazy. was in no in no way was I surprised that Jordan Bell came out and did stuff. Like, look, he also had made some bad defensive choices, but also he blocked two shots and got a bunch yep. of rebounds. Like. You you need an energy guy sometimes. Look, Kevon Looney's but also, great.
5: But also let
4: let your regular guys take a couple extra minutes off, maybe.
0: It sounds like we're complaining about a loss, but
4: we're yeah. not. I don't know why we're doing that. Um, Yeah, okay, so who were you most pleased with on the Warriors bench?
0: I mean,
1: it was I Jordan Bell
4: because I'd been calling guess.
0: for it. Yeah. It was like, get Bell in there. He does stuff. Not to be like, you know, the president of Grantland Jr. for kids and be like, ah, I just like to see a guy who comes in and he does stuff. But unfortunately, that is how you describe Jordan Bell. You know what I mean? Um, I thought it was an amazing
4: Sean Livingston game and very much surprised me.
0: Uh, yeah, that felt like maybe Sean Livingston should retire after the game, frankly.
4: <laughs> Except they, they probably need him to play like 18 <laughs> minutes. <to get> one. <laughs> So who's gonna guard Evan Turner otherwise, Joey? <laughs> um yeah, it was a pretty great uh amazing win. Clay Thompson took care of business. This is one of the best Andre Iguodala games I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean,
0: life. he was amazing all series, uh, frankly. Scores a lot of scored a lot of points in the series.
4: Five threes in that yeah. game. Five threes and five steals. Yeah. Uh all right. Let's do, you talk... think Agu- do you think Andre? Do you think Andre uh should be in the Hall of Fame? No. Uh, I, do. I do. I think sure. he's? I think he's. A, he's a definite yes.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't think so, but I get why someone would think so. Dude, because um, he rules. Yeah, he's great. He's very fun. I like fun player, fun good players. Uh, but I don't know. There has to be some bar for entry and like.
4: Yeah, but it's, it's he's better than Bobby Jones, who just got in. Yes,
0: that's true. Um, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, though, uh, let's talk about the Rockets. Um, yeah, I feel I there were moments where I actually felt bad for the Rockets when the game ended because I can feel what's happened to Steph Curry start happening to James Harden. And like, so I'm I'm empathetic to Rockets fans where it's like you have this guy who is genuinely great. And now anyone's going to talk about is like, oh, he's bad in the playoffs when like he's not that bad in the playoffs. He's just not as good. I mean, he was bad last night. He was bad in game seven, but
4: he's just been. I would say. um, I get it, but there's never been a time when. Steph Curry has been blown up that high and like the dis- the distinction between how James Harden is in the regular season and how he is in the postseason is somewhat unfair because of how good he's been in the regular season. But at a certain point, like, can you imagine if he won the MVP this year? James Harden? Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, he like, like... might.
4: I know, but I'm just thinking, like, what would that feel like if he was picking it up? Everyone would just be thinking, like, "There's no way this guy is actually the MVP."
1: I mean, maybe I don't
0: know, but like, look in all of these games that were close or they almost uh-huh. won, James Harden did hit huge shots in those quarters. Like he hit a big, he hit a big three to keep this game close. Like,
4: yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying,
0: I'm just saying, like, sometimes a lot of this stuff's luck, man.
4: Some of it, but also he's been so bad in a bunch of elimination games like like when he's. I just think the the kind of variance he has in his game, like he's always going to get some points, but like he had six turnovers. His defense is pretty bad. He just he needs to mix it up a little more.
0: I I think he needs to not have to play 45 minutes every game. Until but it, the playoffs. where It's and just 35 times.
4: I think there is a philosophical problem with the Houston Rockets, which is they really – okay, people have described it as like card counting. They want to get every advantage they have. Like James Harden has a tricky three-point shot, which is mainly designed so he can also pick up a lot of fouls, and he's pretty accurate with it in the regular season. And then – but – but I think when you spend so much time focusing on getting those like extra increments of points with fouls and like, I think that, I think that occasionally when you're trying to be too clever, Mm
5: -hmm.
4: you lose like spontaneity and just like, I, I just don't think it works well enough. And you see that sometimes when Chris Paul in a crucial moment, instead of going for a loose ball, will try to draw a foul. Well,
0: Chris Paul to me is a completely different thing than James Harden, um,
4: but it's it's all kind of part of like a whole rockets philosophy, which is why they were so mad after the ref stuff didn't work where it was like, look, these are the rules. We designed this killer strategy that we win monopoly every time because we buy all the houses and. And then we don't let anyone turn them into hotels. But then we went to this other guy's house and he was like, that's a stupid rule. We didn't play that way and I lost. That mm-hmm. sucks. And that feels like it just feels like after watching the Blazers today, mm-hmm. just be like, all right, fuck these three point shots. Rodney Hood, Evan Turner, time to cook. CJ, start taking those 15 footers. And it's like the Rockets don't have that adjustment ability.
0: And maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe they just have lost to the Warriors. I think them. that is more the problem, personally.
4: Uh, it's like spurs... the yeah, go 2017
0: ahead. Cavs thing. Where, like, if you look at the 2017 Cavs, like, their offensive numbers are like, they would be, like, one of the great offensive teams of all time. And it's like, they only... 1-1 game against the Warriors. I really think that's all this stuff is. Maybe, I but think a, lot a lot of, the of these teams are better teams. than we think. I would say a lot of assume. the
4: I would say a lot of the historically great offensive teams are uh much closer to fairly good once they get to the playoffs. And I think that that's also a big part of it. Like, I think that's D'Antoni. I don't I don't I don't think he's a very good big game coach either.
1: Uh, I mean,
0: sure. I think
1: you could argue that
0: for sure. I just don't. uh, This particular Rockets team didn't feel like they had enough people to me. Yeah, that's where it's like. And that's not even on D'Antoni. A lot of times in games, sometimes like in for uh, for other teams, him playing only six guys, Don Nelson style was him. But this team didn't feel that way. Like it's a it was a weird series where it felt like. Neither team had any subs. And then it was a weird thing where it was like Steve Kerr played subs and then that's what won the game.
4: Yeah. I just feel like they were closer to they were probably closer to getting swept than winning the series, though. Ultimately,
0: I could. uh, Yeah, I would say that's fair. I just don't. I think we're. I think people are going to be too hard on James Harden here for a while. And, like, I get it. Like, Manu Ginobili blocked his shot. But, like, mm-hmm. Manu well, Ginobili also is a... Didn't, he didn't...
4: and then The next game, he didn't score for the first sure. 30 minutes. <laughs> I
0: just mean, like, Manu Ginobili is a Hall of Famer, and the Golden State Warriors are one of the 10 best teams of all time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... No, I get it. Um,
4: And they, you know, it it they probably also... I do think there is something to the fact that uh, they were more geared up to deal with Kevin Durant. And then <clears> there <throat> is a certain amount where it's like, you know, that that like weird loony Cook Thompson lineup comes out and they're like, we're not we don't even really know. We didn't scout Jordan Bell. Well, we just, like what a, what <laughs> this wasn't supposed to, he wasn't even supposed to be on the court.
0: And I would like to speak to Steve Kerr for a minute here. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. a listener. Do it direct Yes, um, yeah. Steve Kerr, uh, I know you hate pick and rolls for some reason, uh, but please, run them two times a game where Steph Curry and Draymond Green are in a pick and roll together. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Uh, because every time things have gotten hard, uh, that's what you go to and then it works. Like, Didn't they there's... run it like eight times
4: at the end of that game?
0: Yes, and I don't even think they ran it that many times in the first half. Like it was again,
4: no, like a thing. Their
0: guy was on the court at the same time. No, no, no but either. even no, but even in the first quarter before they got in foul trouble, they weren't running it. They were running weird bullshit where Steve, where Steph Curry's running off the ball. Like just run it twice a quarter, even because you know what? If Kevin Durant is standing in the corner, uh, that's good. I mean, God damn it. Anyway, it's weird to how much I get frustrated. Um, But uh, yeah, what a good win, though. Great win. Also, um, we need to I think it's time to stop talking about how Steph Curry isn't clutch, considering he had 33 points in a uh, hasn't
4: had a signature playoff game like he (laughs) averaged a triple double in the finals. Uh, He (laughs)
0: also scored more points in a fourth quarter in a finals game than anyone ever. So. (sighs) uh anyway the i don't think people actually believe those but
4: uh come on guys
0: uh sure um he doesn't have a finals mvp though a thing that definitely matters that's why tim duncan isn't the greatest power (laughs) forward of all time because uh he let uh fucking tony parker win a finals mvp that one time and Kawhi leonard yeah twice come on buddy
4: (laughs) um uh can i oh, oh yeah also joey we're at one forty five. Do you think because of his performance and his last name, could Kevon Looney make it into Space Jam two? No. Oh, uh,
0: probably probably no, not. No, definitely not. Um, all right. Sean. Yes. Warriors Blazers. Yes. What do you think?
4: Um, I mean, look, the Blazers are a great team. Um they now, I believe, they have more coaches' kids than the Warriors. Now, is that right?
0: That I don't know.
4: Okay. Um, <laughs> look, t- tell me, tell me what you're afraid of in this series, most of all.
0: Um, you know me. Whenever a narrative is too good, I get scared. Mm-hmm. And the narrative of Oakland kid dominating Oakland team who is abandoning Oakland. Uh, does worry me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dame Lillard is a terrifying opponent. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen we've seen what he can do. He's Dame Lillard. Remember that? Remember that time Kevin Durant was like, "I'm Kevin Durant." Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but that being said, um, I do think the Warriors are gonna make it hard on themselves. Um, Warriors in six.
4: That sounds just about right. To be different, I will say Warriors in five. Uh, but they will definitely fuck around at some point, and I expect it to mostly be close the whole time. Yeah. I think the only thing that I I think it will be difficult for the Blazers to like run away from the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my reason for thinking it'll be five. I mean,
0: it depends, is Durant. When's Durant coming back? Who knows? Um I do sort of expect to see both Durant and Boogie Cousins back in this series at some point though.
4: Yeah. I mean I they've they've been hinting so much about Boogie as well. And um you know, I mean I think Durant will play just whenever he gets cleared because the people are like, oh, if they're up to nothing, they'll hold him out or whatever. It's like, no, when he's when he's cleared, he'll just play like
0: mm-hmm. I wouldn't. There's not going to be any, like, if there was like some random clearance where he plays on Tuesday, frankly. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, I don't and know. again,
4: it's like it's so hard to tell. Like, I don't know anything about calf muscles.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, <laughs> not- anyway, it should be fun. Yeah, uh, should be
0: really fun. Blazers fans that love our podcast, please don't hate us. Oh. Um, uh,
4: the Blazers are a super fun team. Yeah, we love the we, Blazers. He came so far around on Evan Cantor this year. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And even though he's been bad, I think Aminu will not be bad and will play a bunch in this series.
0: Um. Okay, Sean. We somehow did an hour and forty six talking about three games. Um. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh,
4: come see the business on Monday night at uh, Little Joy in Los Angeles, or Come see me at bar t g on uh Thursday at ten mm-hmm. in uh, atwater Village on Glenda Boulevard
5: uh,
0: As for me, um you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz where six hours ago I tweeted my eating has turned diabolical
4: like Bismarcky
0: uh well, you know what I think he's hinting at here. I think Muniz is into Jordan Peterson, dude.
1: <gasps> oh Salt, shit. water,
0: Sorry. vodka, meat. <laughs> olive oil.
4: <laughs> we should ask Jordan Peterson if he is allowed to eat olive oil and if so, would he ever There's shop an outrageous olive oil? No
0: fucking way he's allowed to eat olive oil.
4: <laughs> it would put him in the hospital for six <laughs> weeks.
0: Um. Alright, uh, Sean. Did you write a song that we write to make fun of grantland junior for kids that which... i i did do that i oh, did okay, do it again joey um who what is it this time
4: uh we moved a little bit uh we crossed the border in the balkans from slovenia to serbia this song is about recently departed rip have a cool summer see you next fall nikola jokic
0: oh great um, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh shut it down. Some people Let's, call me a um, space eater. I don't know. Take yeah. a nice break before the, finals, big the finals start. the conference finals start. Thank
4: God we have a day
5: off. <laughs> uh, Charles Barkley calls me big honey. Cause I remind him of a sweet he loves. People talk about my elbows. Saying the fouls are strong, way too strong. Well, don't you worry, Nurkic, don't worry. Cause we're losing, losing, losing game seven at home. Cause I'm a shooter, I'm a passer, I'm a center, and I'm massive. I wear zinc oxide in the sun. I'm a rim shaker and a mic breaker. I'm a future Laker. I get real tired when I run. Woo! Woo! Man, what a season for
4: these Denver Nuggets. You know, they're young enough that they're gonna be back. After all, time keeps sleeping into the future. Better just fly like an eagle back to the top of the
5: west. Right on! I'm the closest thing to a human grizzly bear I only pay eight dollars when I cut my hair Inside outside, inside outside, inside outside all the time Oohie baby, you think Yogich could date Grimes? Cause I'm a picker, I'm a roller, I'm a shot with extra molars They love me in suburbia. I'm a joker. I play for poker. Paul Millsap's a choker. I'm going back to Serbia.
4: Man, I didn't mean that about Paul Millsap being a choker. He's been a great player. Unfortunately, it was for the Atlanta Hawks The Denver Nuggets. Just didn't go all that well. But again, not a big deal. Great play. Too expensive next year.
1: Woo woo.
5: People keep talking about my elbows. Santa fouls are too strong.
4: Well don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, Dame. Cause I'm losing at home.
5: I'm the closest thing to a human grizzly bear I only pay eight dollars when I cut my hair Inside, inside, it inside, inside, it all the time Come on, Gary Harris, I'll show you a good time